Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. I'm the pastor of Church in the Wild. Thank you for joining us in the wild, where we have sermons, conversations, interests, all the things that make us who we are. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. Well, hello, all you wonderful married people. I hope you're having a great day. I hope your marriage is strong and healthy and happy and wonderful. Uh, We are continuing our marriage moment, and we're looking at Daniel chapter 2, and it's, it's kind of a different passage. I admit that. It's um, kind of a, a different relationship than husband and wife. It's a king and a uh, wise man, but I think if you look at how Daniel handles the problem within the problem, I think you'll see that Daniel has a lot of really, really good wisdom, and he handles this issue with with uh, really grace, and I think it'll teach us how we can handle problems within our marriage. So, welcome to the marriage moment, Daniel chapter 2. Let's look at this. Uh, In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, his spirit was troubled, and his sleep left him. Man, so Nebuchadnezzar is grumpy right off the bat. Every now and then, you know, we're grumpy. We don't get enough sleep that we need. We're grumpy. Our spouse doesn't get enough sleep that we, they need. They can get grumpy. Our kids, they can get grumpy. Kings can get grumpy. And Nebuchadnezzar is about to get really grumpy. Uh, the king commanded the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to be summoned to tell the king his dreams. They came in and stood before the king. Daniel, uh, the Nebuchadnezzar then goes on and explains that, like, hey, I need you to tell me the dream that I had that I can't remember. And then interpret it for me. Obviously, these wise men are saying, we don't know how to do this. So then in verse 5, the king answered and said to the, the Chaldeans, The word for me is firm. You do not make known, if you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you shall be torn limb from limb, and your house shall be laid in ruins. Nebuchadnezzar is not playing around right here. He is very upset and very angry. And Daniel, one of these, these wise men, is about to encounter a big problem. The, king, the, the, the wise men again try to buy more time. and they, We don't know how to do this. We can't do this. He gets even more mad. He um, then sends um, the, wise, the, the army. He sends his, his captain of his guard uh, in verse 12. Because of this, the king was very angry and furious and commanded all the wise men of Babylon be destroyed. So the decree went out. The wise men were about to be killed. They sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. So Daniel's in the moment in a heated, hard, difficult moment. He wasn't there, and yet he's going to be killed with the people who are there. And these soldiers are literally hunting him down to kill him. And look at his response. Daniel replied with, this is verse 14, with prudence and discretion to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He declared to Arioch, the king's captain, Why is the decree of the king so urgent? Then Arioch made known the matter to Daniel, and Daniel went in and requested the king to appoint him a time. There's so much wisdom in solving conflict in your marriage in this passage that we just read. Number one, Daniel responds with prudence and discretion. Daniel's most likely woken up or brought in or attacked. 
and he's going to be killed, and he responds with prudence and discretion. Why are we doing this in such a hurry? What's going on? So often in our life, when someone attacks us, what do we do? We attack right back. No one says that to me. You don't talk to me like that. Oh yeah, well, I remember when you did. You're mad at me for not being able to balance the account this month. Well, I remember six months ago when you bought, and we attack as soon as we're attacked. Daniel has prudence and discretion and says to this man, hey, what, what are we, what's going on? What's the issue? He, he uses and buys time. Then he makes an appointment to discuss it. Hear me out. Listen, when emotions are high, wisdom is low. And sometimes, I know the Bible says, I know the Bible, lots of people love this verse. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. That's usually an excuse for those who can't control their own emotions. And so they want to fight because they feel like they need a fight. So they just, ah, they just go after it. Sometimes you need to take time. You need to pray. You need to think and you need to schedule out the conflict. You need to say, hey, I, I, I just don't think this is a good time. We need to talk about this and give a date. Don't say, I don't want to talk about it. Don't, don't refuse to talk about it. Instead, give a date. Hey, listen, date night is not the night I want to discuss our budget. I don't want to know how much that dessert costs. Can we talk about our budget and our savings account in two weeks, not on date night? Hey, listen, I uh, don't want to talk about this in front of the kids. I want to talk about this at another time. Can we talk about this at that point? Hey, I just got home from work. I'm exhausted. I'm worn out. Can we not talk about this right now? You've got to use wisdom in your marriage and figure out a good time to discuss things. And sometimes that doesn't mean right now. Sometimes that doesn't mean just because I'm angry, we got to talk about it. Instead, wisdom says, you know what? I'm real angry. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to think about it, pray about it. I'm going to get counsel. I'm going to ask someone who I trust, one of my mentors, and then I'm ready to talk about it. So he uses prudence. He doesn't attack when he's, he doesn't fight back when he's attacked. He schedules a time to talk about it. Then Daniel went to his house, verse 17, made the matter known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, and told them to seek mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his companions might not, might not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Daniel then gets people praying about it. You have an issue, you have a conflict, you have a problem in your marriage, you need prayer. Get people to pray about it. Be open, be transparent. We are a community. We're a community. We, we can't help each other if we don't know there's problems. If you're not willing, if you're, you're too proud to allow yourself to say, listen, our marriage, we, we need help in this, then I can't help you. So many people will come to me after it's too late. I, I can't help them at that point. Like we need to know, we need to be open, authentic, and be a part of a community. And sometimes community means you help others, and sometimes it means you ask for help, for, for help from others. So he doesn't attack, fight back when he's attacked. He schedules a time to talk about it, he gets his friends help. He, number four, they pray. Number five, verse 20, he finds the answer to the problem. Verse 20, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He then goes into this long, worshipful conversation about Jehovah. 
Sometimes, as a family, when you're having trouble, you need church. When you're having problems and when you're struggling, it's not the time to leave church because you're embarrassed by your problems. It's the time to go to church more than ever before. Instead of running from church because you're embarrassed, run to church because you're embarrassed and get help. That's what we're here for. But then I want to point out, I want to point out just how gracious Daniel is. He says again in verse 20, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. He changes the times and season. Verse 24, Daniel went to, into Ariak, whom the king had appointed to destroy. He went in and said to him, Do not destroy the men of Babylon. So these, some of these people are his enemies, and Daniel gives them grace, so he forgives. And Ariak brought Daniel in before the king and said, I have found exiles. I, he, he then goes in, he talks about this. Um, the, 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 the man Ariok um, does. Daniel answered the king, said, No one can answer these things. O king, you let, he, he then describes the dream. But I want to point out that throughout all of this, you, he says in verse 37, You, O king, the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power, the might, and the glory. Look at how gracious Daniel is to the man who just threatened to have him ripped limb from limb and his house destroyed. Daniel's very gracious in the middle of conflict to a man who is threatening to kill him. Now, it's hard to be gracious, and often our emotions with the person we love are that we're often the most emotional with the person we love the most. But look at Daniel's grace in this difficult time. It's a challenge to all of us. If Daniel can be gracious to the man who's threatening to kill him, I mean, literally, rip his arms and legs out, what a horrible, painful way to die, turn his house into a ruin, which also most likely means kill everyone in it. Daniel says, you're the king of kings, God gave you this kingdom. Daniel's gracious to him. Often, we fail to be gracious with the person we love the most. And yet, they're the one we need, they are the one we need to be the most gracious with. So Daniel, when he's attacked, he does not attack back. He makes a scheduled time to discuss it. He involves his friends and seeks prayer and counsel and help. He prays. He worships God. And he deals with the problem with grace. This is how we should deal with all of our conflicts in our marriage. This is how we should deal with the problems in our marriage, with grace, with prudence, and with discretion. This is a wild marriage. This is one where, where others around us see, oh man, their marriage is, you know what, they, they have problems, they have difficult times, but they're willing to admit it, and they seek help, and they get it, and they forgive, and they're gracious and kind in the middle of that difficult time. Always use wisdom, prudence, and discretion in and through every difficulty in your marriage. I love you. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. Jesus matters. Grace matters. And details matter. Have a great rest of your week.